With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And with me, as always, our co-editor, other co-editor, Dave Schofield and also the podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis. And we talked about our Super Bowl picks. We gave those picks. I want to get something off my chest real quick because you all know that I'm kind of like the old man shaking fist at cloud. I didn't like the Nickelodeon game, and that was a whole to-do on this show. We spent way too much time talking about slime zones and fat bobs. <laughs> fat bobs. Fat bobs. <laughs> SpongeBob's fat face between goalposts and all this stuff. So look. Did anyone else have an issue with the fact? So this is the first time in NFL history that the home stadium or the stadium that's going to be used for the Super Bowl is has a team that typically plays there make the game. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this is their home stadium. The NFL said, hey, just so you guys know, if you score a touchdown, you can't shoot your cannons. You cannot shoot your cannons. And I said, holy cow, I hate the NFL. I hate it so much. That if, if it didn't, you know, pay for stuff, because we obviously get paid for doing this job, um, I would, I gosh, I hate it. And I had a couple people on Twitter because I was voicing my frustrations on, on Twitter. And they're like, oh, it's a neutral site game, blah, blah, blah. I said, look, now, if, if you know, and Steeler fans know this, this would be, I'm not saying like the Baltimore Ravens doing that stupid chant or that just chain noises when they get a first down. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if they score a touchdown, the play is stopped. You're telling me that they can't shoot their cannons if Leonard Fournette plunges into the end zone from the one? What is that going to do? 
majority of fans that are going to be Tampa Bay fans anyways. I think this is just the dumbest move. I, I know why they said it, but my gosh, if, if this doesn't scream no fun league, I don't know what does. And don't bring up the Nickelodeon game being fun. That wasn't fun, okay? <laughs> it wasn't fun at all. But guys, am I off my rocker? Am I still on the front lawn yelling at the clouds? Dave, you want to go first? Go ahead. I would definitely, definitely be just as adamant at you as, and if not more screaming about this if they would have said it the other way around. No, they don't get to fire their cannons. It's the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be a neutral site. I mean, then come have on. It the, then, the, then have it at an actual neutral site then. Well, you then have, have it to schedule it ahead of time. You can't, you can't, you know, Tampa wasn't supposed to be there whenever they scheduled this game. They didn't know they were getting Tom Brady. You can I pick mean, any, any college stadium in the South and have it there. Yeah, but my point is this. If this was the Steelers playing against the, the Bucks in this game, would you want to, well, first of all, you wouldn't be able to say what's well, going to be a majority of Bucks fans because I don't think that would have happened. But how would you feel knowing that, you know, when the Steelers are already up 30 to nothing and they finally get a touchdown and, and score, I know I'm, I'm just, I'm just going crazy right now and finally score. And then you, yeah, of course you get to fire their cannons. What do they get to have a home Super Bowl for? I would love it even more if Tampa wouldn't have been the designated home team anyway with the NFC and make them have to go to the visitors locker rooms. That would have been wonderful. I would have loved to have seen it. Part of me wanted to see that happen anyway. And they say, Nope, we're going to switch it because we're not, you're not allowed to be in your own stadium locker room. So no, this is the super bowl. It's supposed to be neutral. You don't get to, if you want to fire the cannons, you fire the cannons for every touchdown for both teams. If if the chiefs don't want to hear it, guess what? Don't let them score. (laughs) that's what i'm gonna say brian what are your thoughts on that all right maybe both teams shoot off cannons uh you know know, i really you know i kind of agree with dave on this you know it's a neutral site Um, it's not a neutral site the home team plays their games there it's not a neutral site it's the first time in nfl history so you can't say it's neutral it's supposed to be neutral it's supposed to be not it's not neutral you need to have badging for both teams. I mean, they're going to have to make it look like a neutral site there. Um, it's not going to be with uh, with the big Goonie ship in the background. I'm waiting for Sloth to be coming flying down in halftime. Oh, you go, you go, you go. So you know, um, I I, I got to tell you, I mean, but I I kind of agree with the neutral site thing that it's just. That's giving an advantage to a team, and that's what you get in the AFC Championship game. Not an advantage, how but are you're, celebrating. you're celebrating another team. You know what? I care. Yeah. At the bottom, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't care. If this was the Steelers in this game, if this was the Steelers in this game, and they were playing Tampa in the Super Bowl, I would have made a concession. You ready? Here you go. You can fire your cannons after every score, but we'll get it ready. And when we say, cue up Renegade. In Tampa, <laughs> then it would be fine for both of them. <laughs> you guys, I, I you guys are drawing way too much into this. I'm just saying that the fact that like it's not the stupid sounds that the Ravens play during the game. It's not a third down noise. It's nothing like that. I guess I'm looking at it as like if they score a touchdown, it's their home stadium. It's the first time this has ever happened. My gosh, fire the fripping cannons. Who cares? I don't yeah, care. I don't I think they should fire them for both teams. That's just what I think they should do because they should be having more fun, not less fun, and just do it for both teams. It, it, it's it's t- like telling you 
telling your one kid that we're celeb- we're giving uh, you more gifts at Christmas every year, every other year. And oh, this isn't your year, so you don't get to open Christmas gifts. You know, it's supposed to be. It's there. It's the NFL Christmas, is what it is. This is their special day. Both teams are there on their honor because they got there celebrating for one team in the stadium and not celebrating for the other. That is not what the Super Bowl is about. I get it. It's designated. It had to be here. But you've got to take away any of the home field feel. And that's what you've got to do. Outside of the fact that they're in their home field, home locker rooms, home turf. I mean, I get it. I like what Mule Skinner says. I'll put this up there. He says, I'd like to fire the cannons right into Goodell's (laughs) fleet box. (laughs) Amen to that. NFL couldn't stand for no fun league. Even it's ridiculous. They, they used to say it meant not for long. No, it's no fun league for sure. All right, now that I got that off my chest, uh, there's a couple announcements that could be made this weekend that do have impacts on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Some alumni, some current players. First, let's talk about the Hall of Fame. Um, there's two people, individuals, one a player, one a contributor. They could be going into the Hall of Fame. That's none other than Alan Fanica, who's been a finalist, I believe, the last three years and has failed five. to get in. Has it been more than that? I think it's has five. It been, is it five? Oh, my gosh. And then Bill Nunn, who obviously oh, was the architect of those great 70s teams and bringing in um, – he was – the ones that was going to the historical black colleges and bringing in those players. It was like an untapped reservoir of talent that he started to really dive into, completely changed the way that recruiting and scouting looked and changed the game, in my opinion. Guys, are both of these players getting in? Or not the players, but those of these people getting into the Hall of Fame this year. Brian, we'll start with you. Yes and yes. They're both getting in. It's time for both of them. The voters have a sentiment now towards Alan Fanica. He has risen to the top of the list. They, It is his time. Um, I do not see that going any other way. I think Bill Nunn's got to be a slam dunk. You said it. He's a pioneer of this game. He, uh, When I say pioneer, he changed the game. He's an architect of the way things changed they weren't going to teams like southern university they weren't looking at grambling as much they weren't looking at at them can you tell me the name of the college that john stallworth went to oh shoot i should know this um uh uh, uh. he he didn't go to south carolina state did he that's alabama a&m Alabama A&M. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so it's it's just absolutely incredible what this man did to change this game. And he was a newspaper man. Um, I, I would be absolutely shocked if he did not go in as a contributor. Oh, yeah. Dave, your thoughts? They both get in? Okay. Well, they should. I just, you never know. Because honestly, they've... <laughs> No offense to the guys that are in the hall. Um, the last couple of years, uh, it was Hutchinson and Mawai, or however he's Brian will tell me how to say it right. Kevin Mawai. Mawai, yeah. Mawai, yeah. Mawai. <laughs> Fanica had better resumes than both of them. And yet he didn't get in. Um, it needs to be now. It really should. If he doesn't get in, there, there shouldn't be any offensive linemen. But they just – Stop worrying about all the Steelers and actually put the best players in the hall. That's one. 
Two, if Bill Munn does not get in the Hall of Fame, then they might as well just take a wrecking ball to that place because it's not worth anything. Because it is it is ridiculous that he wasn't already in there. And the fact that now you're going to bring him up and actually say, oh, yeah, this is someone that we should have actually looked at. And look at him and say, no, you are crazy. You have a worthless institution if he's not there after coming up to be in there. That's just how it is. If he doesn't get in, then I don't care anything about the Hall of Fame anymore because they've just shown it's not really about this game. I, I could argue that to me, like the fact that Donnie Shell took him that long to get inducted, it, they've already shown that there's some bias there. There is that Steelers, too many Steelers in the Hall of Fame bias. The fact that Elsie Greenwood, Greenwood is still not in the in the Hall of Fame. I mean. There are some travesties out there, and I know that the, every team has them. I'm not here to try to make it sound like the Steelers are the only organization, but my goodness, if Alan Fanica, who has waited and he's been patient, he's you look at like the Baseball Hall of Fame, they're not having any Hall of Fame inductees, and you have Kurt Schilling saying, take my name off the list, I'll just wait until I'm, you know, later in, if later in my career, whatever. Alan Fanica has been has done none of that, and he has every right to be frustrated. I feel like both of these guys get in and then that's going to make the 2021 ceremony. Holy cow. Steeler central. When you think about the fact that the 2020 ceremony got delayed to 2021, I mean, you're talking Troy Palomalu, Bill Cower, Donnie shell. And then if none and Fanica get in, that's incredible. That's absolutely awesome. So I think we all agree that both should get in. Will they get in? We'll see the other award to keep a te- keep an eye on would be none other than defensive player of the year tj watt is considered a main candidate we'll put it that way aaron donald is also up there is there anyone else outside of donald and watt that you all could think could be brian zavian howard cornerback for the miami dolphins okay Uh, and he is he is considered uh, basically number three he could take some votes again votes away from tj watt I've seen some projections right now, and the last projection that I saw, and I can't remember uh, the uh, the voters, but they were uh, v- voters like Maurice Jones Drew was voting in this, and uh, some other people that that you do know by name, and it was Donald twenty five, um, Watt twenty four, and uh, Howard maybe three or four, something like that, and I, you know, I kind of just feel that uh, as it's going on, I feel like TJ is going to miss out on this. And I don't think he should. I think he should be the clear cut winner here. Um, I, I understand everything that Aaron Donald's done, but when you, when you go straight down to it and you look at everything, I mean, what pretty much uh, he was way ahead as far as hits go and, you know, quarterback takedowns and uh, he did lead the league in sacks. So, I mean, I, think it's a guy you need to really look at well what are you dave yeah um what if there's anyone else in this race was that well and then also give your thoughts on who you think is going to win um i really do think it comes down to tj watt and aaron donald um honestly the reason I think it's probably going to be Donald, and this is going to be crazy, but this is how the vote, this is how the people that vote go. 
Donald's team made it around further in the playoffs. You know, that's just kind of the, the stuff they look at and things like that. So, which is what it is. I mean, I think TJ Watt had a great season. Um, I, I think he should have won it last year because I don't think Gilmore was what a lot of people said that he was. Um, but that's just me. So, but I mean, you can't say Aaron Donald's not a, not a great dominant player either. I would vote TJ Watt, but I'm just thinking about from what I hear, what other people want to vote. Unfortunately. Uh, I think, I think TJ Watt has a very legitimate chance of winning this, but you just never know who the voters are going to go with. Um, I think that Watt is not, he's not that polarizing player that might have turned some people off. He does it the right way. He's pretty clean individual in terms of off the field stuff that can sometimes sway votes. I'm going to say that I'm going to say that Watt wins it. I'm going to say that he wins it, that he gets that defensive player of the year uh, and he starts to catch up to his brother who has three. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Brian, did you say that you think Watt's not going to get it? You think it's going to go to Donald? I think Watt should get it. I think Donald's amazing, but I don't think he's going to get it. All right. Okay, um, let's do trivia, and then we'll talk about Super Bowl etiquette to end out the show. So, Dave, go ahead. What's your trivia for tonight? Oh, mine just all comes back to some stuff that's probably the kind of stuff Brian wants to ask, but I'm just going to roll with it. We're going to talk about Pittsburgh Steelers, and we're going to talk about Super Bowl. So I'll, I'll just won't beat around the bush. I'll get right to it. Who are the six Pittsburgh Steelers that have scored a rushing touchdown in the Super Bowl? All right, so let's do this. That's Franco Harris. That's one. And that, do you know how many he has? Do you, no. know, do you know how many Harris has? No. Brian? Five. Four. Four. Ooh. Rocky Blyer. Very close. Yeah. Rocky Blyer. Um, not a rushing touchdown, no. No, okay. So uh, let's go Willie Parker. Willie Parker. And this is just, is this in a winning Super Bowl or just nope. in a Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Did Bam Morris get in Super Bowl 30? Bam Morris. There's three. In Super Bowl 43, the first uh, touchdown was scored by uh, Russell, wasn't it? There's yes. four. Um, ba, 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 ba. Did Mendenhall get in in 45? There's five. Oh, boy, I'm missing one. Do you know, Brian? I do. Ah. Come on, you're missing the best one. Benjamin Todd. Benjamin Todd. DTR. DTR. Super Bowl 40. The end of Seattle, Washington does not recognize. (laughs) (laughs) Russell was the one I always Gary Russell is the one I sometimes forget. I knew it's someone I want to say. I always want to say Najee Davenport for some reason, but I got that one that time. So now you're ready. This one's quick. This is quick and easy. The four players, four players. To throw touchdowns in a Super Bowl for the Steelers. Okay, so we have Bradshaw. Bradshaw. We have Ben. We have Ben. We have Randall L. We have Randall L. Go ahead, Brian. The real deal, Neil O'Donnell. The Yancey thing. Go ahead. Sorry, I don't know if Jeff's frozen or if I'm frozen. It it very well might be me because I have a lot of things going on on my computer here. Do you guys have me? Yeah, Yeah, I I have you. you. I think Jeff Jeff is frozen on my end. Um, Jeff was the frozen one. Okay, I don't feel so bad. All right. So Neil O'Donnell. Yes. So there you go. That's your four. 
Okay. Um, do do we really want to go um the hold on how many is it one two three four five six seven eight nine. i was right the nine receiving the, the nine receiving touchdowns in steelers super bowl history oh, yeah yeah we, okay we, some of these should be easy am i am i back yet you're, you're back. back to me yeah okay all right okay good yeah. so nine receiving touchdowns nine nine so receiving let's go with nine players with receiving touchdowns I could get the hard one out right out. I can get the hard one. Go right ahead, away. Brian. Larry Brown. Larry Brown. That was the first receiving touchdown by a Pittsburgh Steelers. In the the offensive touchdown, right? Yeah. Is that the first offensive touchdown, or did Franco uh, get yes. it before? Uh, no, I think Franco was first, but that was the first receiving touchdown. I think. I'm so, Larry Brown. You said Brown. We know Rocky Blyer caught one. Rocky Blyer caught one. Swan and Stallworth both caught Swan one. Swan and Stallworth, or at least one. They have more than one. Yeah, they both have three. Um, yep, we know that. We know that Hines caught one. He caught two. So that's San Antonio Holmes. San Antonio Holmes at six. Um, gosh, Yancey. Yancey take Ben yep. seven. <sighs> Heath never caught one. Two. He Heath never caught oh. one, did he? Nope, you're missing. I'm, I'm going to go. I might be wrong on this one. Benny Cunningham. Nope, you're close. Randy oh. Grossman. Randy Grossman. That's eight. And you are missing the ninth one, which was oh actually, Mike Wallace. Yeah, in their most recent Super Bowl, that was Mike Wallace. He also dropped the fourth down pass, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then last but not least, because I'm talking about Super Bowl scoring, um, can you name for me the six? Does say six? No, it's five. Sorry, the five kickers to kick field goals in the Super Bowl for the easily. Season. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, just knock them out. Sweeze them. Reed. Yes. Yep. Jarella. Yep. Bar. Yep. And my man Norm Johnson. That would be correct. Very good. Love Norm. Norm. <laughs> I just thought that'd be fun. No, that's not Steelers Super Bowl stuff. So that's and that, that's, that's what scoring. I got now. No, now remember the Steelers have also scored two safeties in Super Bowls too. So Dwight White is one. Yeah, no, Dwight, I don't know who had them. I just I know Dwight White had one. Dwight um, White was the first scoring the first in... score. And that is your because you're right. That was a two to nothing score. Uh, you and Rich were talking about that, right? On the yeah on the on the two tails from two a.m. Because in that in that. Um, I mean that Pittsburgh defense. The only points they gave up in that game was that was the block punt. Yeah, and I cannot tell you who the other safety was. I I, I know I, they I can't gave remember up a either. safety. I had it up, but I I Tony's nemesis gave up a safety, mm -hmm. and that um, would be uh, Mr. Hartwig, Hartwig, Justin, Justin Hartwig. Hartwig. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who's <laughs> yet known at my man Tony Death. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. called it Tony an idiot, and I'll never forgive him. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple guys. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Only two receivers had more than 100 yards against the Steelers. Who is the leading receiver in a Super Bowl, in a single Super Bowl against the Steelers? I, I want to say Larry Fitzgerald, but that could be wrong. He um, is number two at, at number 127. I was going to say because he had that one. That, that the, giant catch and run. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Larry Fitzgerald is one, but he's second. Yes. How about Pearson? 
Pearson is third. Okay. With 75 for, for, yards. For Dallas, yeah. Okay. Is it a recent Super Bowl? Yes, it is. So I'm thinking it's here. Would it be in the, the Green Bay 40 and Super Bowl 45? I'm just trying to think who lit them up. It wasn't. Um, it was. Hold and on. it's probably not the guy you think. Is it Greg Jennings? It is not Greg Jennings. Donald Driver. Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson is the third one. <laughs> Jordy Nelson. Yeah, he had um he was oh, the he had a ton of receptions, he was, didn't he? He was he the like, match. He had nine. nine. Nine in that game, yes. Gosh, he, had, yeah. he abused which that is match. which is funny because well, not it's not funny, but the in 2015 when Marquise Pouncey got knocked out for the season in a preseason game against Green Bay. So did Jordy Nelson. He got knocked out for the season as well in that game, yep. in that preseason game. Yep. Now, how many 100-yard rushers has the Steelers surrendered in those eight Super Bowls? Let's see. Well, they didn't in 45. They didn't in 40. Mm-hmm. They didn't in 43. I'm pretty sure they did not in 43. So you got to go back to the seventies. Mm-hmm. Always in East. So this is any Super Bowl, not winning. Any Super Bowl. Any Super Bowl. Yep. Super Bowl. Hmm. Did they give up Emmitt Smith in Super Bowl thirty? They did not. In fact, I think he got it like fifty six. Hmm. So now, and now uh, you're you're talking a player, not just as a team. One right? player. One player. Yeah. Well, because it, yeah, it wasn't Arizona. Because I actually had looked this up earlier. They only had like. 30 yards rushing in that game. I'm going to say but the Steelers only had like 50 some. I'm going to say they haven't given up 100 yards rushing. They have not. Now they yeah. almost did. Tony Dorsett in Super Bowl 13, 96. In Super Bowl 40, Sean Alexander, 95. Ooh. Now, here's something really interesting. I don't think they do this anymore. But back in Super Bowl 14, there was a runner up Super Bowl MVP on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it was not Sean Stallworth, who very easily could have been the MVP of that game. Who was the runner-up? And this was this was documented on a few sites on the internet. Who is the documented Super Bowl MVP runner-up in Super Bowl fourteen? Well, I'm no he, clue. He was a number one pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was going to say it wasn't. Well, because Bradshaw was the MVP, right? Yes. It wasn't – I mean, Franco didn't have a lot of yards, but he had a couple touchdowns. It wasn't Franco, was it? Guys, we could be here forever, so I'm going to say the answer. Robin Cole. <laughs> was it Robin Cole? Robin Cole. I've met him before. Uh, great guy. And I think that is is really one of the most uh, unique trivia questions that I could find. Dave's like, oh, I, I might step on you if we're, if we're doing uh, Super Bowl trivia. I'm like, no, you're not going to step on mine. One final thing. So we're talking about Tampa Bay having the home field advantage, and it's never happened in the Super Bowl before. But there were two Super Bowls where the home team, excuse me, not the home team, but the team for the NFC was playing very near their hometown. What teams were they and what Super Bowl? Well, 14, that was because that was the Rose Bowl, right? Yes, it was Pasadena, California, the Los Angeles Rams. Mm -hmm. Um, they're both they're both uh NFC teams, you said well, NFC they were against teams. the Steelers. You, you don't they were count. both against the no, Steelers. they were not against the Steelers. No, so you oh. don't count Steelers in Detroit. 
Okay. Okay. Well, because no, well, the Rams was against the Steelers, so I don't know what the other one was if it's not against Steelers. They, you can very well say that these were their pretty much their home city because when you're mm -hmm. talking about when you're talking about Pasadena, you're flying in LAX most likely, yeah. or yep. you know that's what I'm saying. Was so there a Dolphins game at the uh, the uh, down in um? No, oh, shoot, would the Gators play or something like that? I'm trying to think. Nope. No. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think of where they would have played a Super Bowl that wouldn't have been at a home stadium for an NFL team, but it would have been close. Um, but no, that's, I mean, that's the one that really stood out was the one with against the Rams since that was there. Um, I don't know. I can't think of it. This happened on inaugura inauguration day, 1985, when Ronald Reagan went in for a second time. It has nothing to do with that. I just wanted to throw that in. Just uh, stupid knowledge that I have. It was the San Francisco 49ers who played in Palo Alto, California, in Stanford's home stadium. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There you go. Good trivia, guys. Good trivia. Mm -hmm. My trivia is nothing. So there you go. Uh, let's real I, quick. I, I could ask you one more, one more trivia question, just just to, just to throw it out there. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Well, Tampa and Kansas City played this season. What was the score of the game? I know Kansas City won. They won by They're 10, 27 17. Was Jeff going to give a go? Or? No, I'm not. Um, they they actually only won by three. It was 27 24, but that's because uh, Tampa scored 14 in the fourth quarter when it was kind of out of hand. Backdoor so, cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. <laughs> but. Well, I mean, it wasn't completely out of hand because I mean, I think Tampa did. Did I'm trying to remember? Did they get the ball one last time? No, that's right because um, they they scored with four minutes left, and then and Kansas City just held the ball for the last four minutes plus. Okay, Shield ninety one gives us ten dollars. Says thank God I'll be out of the country for the Super Bowl, <laughs> headed to Guatemala tomorrow. I'll miss BTSC. We can't wait. To come back and catch up on the Steelers news, hashtag ride or die crew. That's right. Shield 91. <laughs> okay. Can I jump in real quick? Shield, you don't have to miss BTSC because on the audio only platform, you could download it, listen to it on the plane. That's yeah. True. That's true. He could. Nice. I know Shield's not, he's not going to miss anything. Trust no. me. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Thank you very much for the tip, Shield. Hope you have a safe trip and enjoy it. Um, let's, let's talk about one last thing before we call it a show. And this could be our own final thoughts unless we want to go into that. Super Bowl etiquette. Now, if, if you're hosting a party, that's up to you. I'm not gonna, I'm not here to criticize. I'm not the police or whatever. And that's great. What is the biggest infraction? Now, if you're not hosting something, you know, if you're not hosting, I think you're like, ah, I'm not doing that. What would be a social media thing that you hate that you hate to see too? When people are watching the game, like give me something that really irks you, you know, like the etiquette, like, gosh, you just don't do that. Brian, you write a whole article about this. We're going to have to switch it up a little bit this year with everything being up uh, topsy turvy. So what, uh, what's one of those things for you, Brian? Well, probably I've got two major ones and that's basically when you're at the Super Bowl party. So since we're talking about social media, I'm going to mention the, the I only watch it for commercials proclamation. I hate that. 
I'm only here to watch the commercials, and they're more worried about that than the game. Look, that's offensive to me. Don't do that. But one more, I will mention it. If you're at a Super Bowl party, and whether you are like, I'm not the police either, I don't care. But it's the these people, the school night exodus. Look, I know Rory and Chloe have school the next ga- day, but look, the game's over around 10-ish. It's a holiday. It's a national holiday in the U.S. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Stick around. Don't have the exodus at halftime after you watch Left Shark or Janet Jackson's Flesh. You know, stick around, all right? You've got time. It's the one night. Let that kid watch the Super Bowl. They could be fine. You know what? They're going to go into their bedroom. They're going to get their iPad out. They're going to be watching YouTube and SpongeBob or something else underneath the covers. And they're not going to get the good night's sleep that you think they're going to. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Let the children watch. Very good. I like it. Dave, what about you? What's some etiquette that people need to follow or maybe things that bother you? Wow, man, I must be a hardcore dad because my kids aren't allowed to have electronics in their bedrooms. Um, that just that that anyway. Um etiquette don't don't claim the game's over too early. Um couple times I was already told the game was over, that there was no chance that the Philadelphia Eagles could win. Um, I was also told there was no chance that um there was no way Atlanta was going to blow that game. Um, so I don't like the whole declaration. We don't need to watch this anymore. This game's over. So I hear that a lot, but that's because I watched the game with my father. He likes to declare it over way too soon. <laughs> Those are good. Those are good. For me, I can't stand it. And I, people that want to like watch commercials, I don't care. If you want to laugh at the commercials, it doesn't bother me at all. I really can't stand the people that come over or even on social media that suddenly are the next John Madden. And I'm not talking about as a commentator, <laughs> but as a Super Bowl winning coach, like, Oh, they should have run it there. I like, are we going to Monday morning quarterback every single play call for the entire game? Like just keep your mouth shut or the people that the really, this really bothers me where they suddenly claim a team. Oh, I've always loved the chiefs since when last season. I mean, come um, on, like yeah. pick a team, Stick with your team, or if they say, and this is really popular amongst young younger uh, football fans. I know this because I'm a teacher. Where they have multiple teams. Oh, well, Kansas City is my second favorite team. And wait a second, you're a Ravens fan. How are you also a Chiefs fan? That doesn't happen. Like, pick a team, stick with the team. That's the stuff that really bothers me the most. Go ahead, Dave. You're going to say something. Oh, I was going to say I learned a while ago. This was watching the Super Bowl where I was. Uh, Years, uh, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was the last time Tampa Bay played in the Super Bowl. I remember going to a Super Bowl party because uh, with my wife. She was not my wife at the time. Uh, we were. I'm trying to think. Were we engaged? Was that was that the 2002 season or the 2001 season? Brian should know. Um, I can't remember. 2001 was the Patriots over yeah. the Rams. So so yes, I, I remember going to to that one with where she wanted to go watch with some people where she was invited to a Super Bowl party and wanted me to come. Don't, I mean, and this is when I was coaching high school football and everything else. Don't, I can't watch the game with people that don't know anything about football. Because I can't stand to sit there and explain everything to them. I mean, if I want to do that to my five-year-old son, that's completely different. But people are like, we're hosting this big Super Bowl party. 
All right. Okay. No joke. It was about ready to kick off. And they were like, who's playing? <laughs> I'm having to explain what first downs are. I'm like, I will never do that again. My wife, um, bless her heart. She, she will never ask me to do that again for a Super Bowl. That's that's um, that was rough. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I, I got to think Mark Davison gives us uh Marky Mark Davison gives us uh 10 dingo dollars. He says, I met a bloke from Australia in the United States and he was convinced the Steelers could play the Ravens in the Super Bowl. People who think two teams from the, not just the same conference, but the same division can make it <laughs> grinds my gears. <laughs> Yeah, well, is. In, ho- in hockey, that's going to happen this year. By the way, <laughs> like good. It's it's but definitely yes. yeah, but it's. I guess that 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 drives me nuts. Like you know, if people want to come over and just, there's a lot of people that we'll watch the game with. Typically, that they're, they're just there to be there. Yeah, they, they don't care who wins, and that's fine. That is fine. I just can't stand the people that come in and it's like I, I'm sitting next to a a brand new Tony Romo that just doesn't know anything about football. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear Tony Romo in general, let alone someone else. That's Tony Romo. Go ahead, Brian. What about the amateur color commentator, commentator that just wants to give you little known facts about everything. He's like the cliff Clavin in the room. What do you think about that guy? We don't let you come, Brian. I was going to say, I assume that's you. That's uh, that sounds like we don't invite you over. <laughs> because when I come into the room for the Super Bowl, I'm giving you all the flavor. You're going to know every. You're going to know where Patrick Mahomes went to high school. You're going to know where the. You're going to know the Hardys behind the Hardys where Tom Brady lost his virginity. I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> You're going to know everything about these guys because I read it somewhere and I've got to bring it up to be that guy. Yes, I'm that guy that you hate at the game. Brian's a guy that's watching the Chiefs. He goes, hey, you know that Miko Hardman? Well, I have a friend and his last name is Hartman <laughs> and his wife's name is Nicole. Like, Nicole, <laughs> how crazy is that? <laughs> and it's I will. basically two people in one. I will. Tom is the guy that looks like Norm, act like Cliff. I don't care. <laughs> Not my favorite show for nothing, my friend. <laughs> Great show. All right, gentlemen, anything to add before we call it a shot? That was a good way to end it. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Have a great weekend. Look, it's still the Super Bowl. Steelers aren't in it. Make it as black and gold as possible. Throw in everything you can. Get your hypocycloids out. Make it. This Make the Steelers a part of your Super Bowl. Find a way to do that. But it's my favorite day of the year. I am probably going to try to find some way to take off the next day because this is my night. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be here with my family. going to make some chili. We're going to get some crab. We're going to have some wings. We're going to have all, all that stuff. We're going to have our little mini party. But I got to tell you, it's still the Super Bowl. And to me, it's ah, glorious. Very good. Before we get to Dave, Michael Clark gives us four ninety nine. says, I don't know if it's been said. I'd rather Bell get a ring than Brown. Am I crazy? I would rather neither of them get a ring. <laughs> if there's a possible possibility that that can happen, I'm not sure what needs to take place. But I'm down for whatever needs to go down. Let's call it tragedy, Jeff. No, 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 no. Come no, on. No, not tragedy. No. Like, yeah. Don't Jeff, get yeah. suspended and not get a ring and the no. Tampa Bay wins. So. Let Bell get the ring. It's just going to get stolen from him from the next stripper's naked in his room and he leaves <laughs> to go work out. Okay. Dave, anything to <laughs> 
Anything, Dave, that you want to add? Um, it's the, it's the Super Bowl. I know some of you have traditions. I have a tradition of of watching the, the game um, anytime that I can with my dad. Actually, uh, going to have an article coming out this weekend. It's um, yeah, it's the ten year anniversary of the Steelers, um, the, their last trip to the Super Bowl. But that was actually a very momentous occasion. With um, that was more than a game to just me. Um, I'm going to share that a little bit behind that this weekend on on behind the steel curtain. Your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. There you go. He's not the best color man in the league. <laughs> you know what? That sounds like a kind of guy that should be a guest on Tales from 2 a.m. when you're talking about the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Uh, I hey, know you, what you're you saying. can take my spot. There you go. All right, Dave. <laughs> no, you're Why'd there. You just... oh. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. But you... <laughs> Dave, go ahead and uh, send us out. Hey. All right, folks. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.